The Viewpoint, 8 to 10 p.m. Flipping conventional wisdom on its head. on SAFM. May his soul rest in peace. That's my short impersonation of the voice of the late advocate George Bezos. They say impersonation is the ultimate mark of flattery, and it sure was designed that way. It's not every coloured. Miss Maxine Basket is the content producer of News 24, and she's on the line to dispel a few notions that have gained traction for too long that they are actually regarded as fact, whereas it is anything but. First question to you, Miss Basket, and thank you so much for joining us. Good evening. Is it correct to refer to coloured people? What's the difference between coloured people and so-called coloured people. I never get it right or I've never understood the distinction. Please correct me. Oh, good evening, uh, Songezo, to you and your listeners. Um, I don't uh, I don't get it too. Like, uh, people often say that coloureds have no, no um, tradition or um, the only thing that we have is gold teeth or like, you know, um, the the stereotyping of colors. Um, and so there's the colors and there's the so-called colors. And like, uh, it's it's not, it's not, colors aren't all, all gold teeth. Or colors don't, uh, don't, not all colors swear and use vulgarity in every sentence they use. So like, why do we have to call it uh, colors and so-called colors? Or like, um, some people even go as far as saying as um a white colored or a black colored or you know like this like why why does it have to be so called colored or why does it have to be a white colored or a black colored yeah <laughs> talk to us about your article it's not every colored it features of course on the 31st of august on the news 24 website it caught our attention of course this was probably because of the conversation going around the tragic and brutal killing of Nathaniel Julius, a young 16-year-old boy whose only crime was to be in the wrong place at the wrong time, of all people or institutions, at the hands of the police. But underneath that, there has been a, a, another strong conversation predicated around coloured people and El Dorado Park and certain stereotypes that seem to have gripped the nation and, I believe, as your article might suggest, grip the nation wrongly for the wrong reasons. Talk to us then, what what made you write that article and what was inside you as you wrote? Yeah, like for me, it was um, the killing of a 16-year-old boy, an innocent 16-year-old boy who has Down syndrome. Um, that was the issue by police or allegedly by police. That was the issue. Instead, people went onto social media, and and obviously the people of Yaldrado Park had enough, and they protested outside of the police station. And people didn't didn't get that. People went around and said um, the people of Eldos couldn't wait for the next uh, opportunity to be violent. They couldn't wait for the next opportunity to throw rocks and uh, bring out their knives, and you know, like. Again, a whole uh, stereotype of colored people. But that wasn't the issue. Um, the issue was that the 16-year-old boy was killed um, for no apparent reason. Um, whether it was a colored boy or any, if it had to happen anywhere in South Africa, it was wrong. It was wrong that he was killed. 
by the very people who were supposed to have protected him. But people didn't see that. Instead, they, um, you know, went and uh, insulted us. Yeah, basically insulted the colored people. Um, and I know, I know, because I'm from elders, my parents still stay in elders. Like people, I was a community reporting elders. There's always been a problem with the Eldorado Park Police Station. And I think this was the last straw. I'm sure you remember a few years back, um, even the president came to Eldorado Park and promised all these programs and stuff. It happened for the first three months. Um, and after that, things died down again. So, like, elders has, has, has social issues and problems in the community, but they can't even go to the police station for assistance. I mean, we've also been um, victims of crime at home. Um, and, like, when we'd want to go and write an, um, open up a case, just writing an affidavit was a mission at the police at the police station. There was like um, language barrier issues. There was like the police couldn't understand what we were trying to say. We couldn't explain to the policeman what was happening. So it's always always been a problem with the Eldorado Park Police Station. And I think when Nathaniel was shot, that was just the last straw. But it had nothing to do with how coloured people are. Like that is not how coloured people are. Let's let's talk about them. Let's talk about the colored people. They are many people in one hue, so to speak. They are the Khoi, the San, and the Nama people, the original people of what is now South Africa. They are equally those who came on boats from the Far East. They are equally those people who are a result of interracial engagements between the Europeans and the traditional black African people. And in all of this has come the term, and I could have missed one or two descriptions, but let's stick with these three and you can add, out of the Koidenama and the San, out of the those Muslim communities who came here as slaves, out of the interracial uh, relations between the original people of Africa anyway and the Europeans, came colored persons. And in many respects, that word colored might be a very good metaphor for the color that colored people are. They speak many languages, they come in many hues, and they are very much an indigenous people, if you like, to South Africa, because no other community in the world can boast to have the kind, if you like, of people that coloreds are because there are just so many distinct identities with one. Surely that is something to be celebrated. Exactly, exactly. We come with, uh, we, we are diverse people, you know, like um, even if you want to take it to like here, for example, you know, um, like there's many aspects to colored people and we don't just have um, one one set of values, as you see, like we have um, the Cape Malay coloreds, like the, the the Muslim coloreds from Cape Town, or like coloreds Muslim coloreds. We have coloreds, coloreds Christian coloreds. We have like a diverse. We are a diverse group of people. Where are they? Let me please field calls from colored people. If you can hear my voice, I'm not requesting you to play the race card of any kind. It's a time to celebrate our diversity. It is, of course, diversity month, as we call it in this country. It's Heritage Month. It is September. 
colored people, the color of South Africa, the flavor, the sauce, the spice of our relationships, the spice of our conversations, they bring a completely different texture to who we are as opposed to the typical black and white. They fit there in the middle and that's exactly where they belong, central to the South African struggle. And in many respects, many people might even suggest that they are off the radar of Project democracy in this country, and I'd be especially interested in the thoughts, in coloured voices, in coloured experiences, those who are listeners of SAFM Station and the Viewpoint Show in particular, please give us a call, 0891-104-207. SAFM, leading the conversation. The Viewpoint, 8 to 10 p.m. Turning conventional wisdom on its head. Yeah, we are back. We have a caller from Durban, Tobega, with the hope that many more callers are coming through, and I'm especially interested in the coloured voice. It's a time to clear up certain misconceptions or two. Good evening, Tobega. Yes. Hello. Yes. Um, so long as I, obviously my name is not coloured, but I do have coloured in my family. Uh, particularly my little sister, she's actually half Afrikaans, half Zulu. And then obviously we live with colleagues in the household, actually downstairs right now. But my one, I just want to ask her, like living in her skin, like of a colored person, I see it here in Durban all the time. You see our previously black communities get resources, things like RDP homes and whatnot, but still, in colored, old colored townships, you find three to four generations living in one household. The employment, the opportunity, I don't know if they're denied or is they're maybe categorized in the middle, because even in varsity and in tertiary institutions, you'll find a few. But the only place that you would find them is at retail stores. It's because they are so disenfranchised. So I just want to like know what what they do in like in other communities like in El Dorado Park. I don't know where that is. It's probably Joburg. But is, mm-hmm. do it they is. experience the same? Do they experience the same problems? Because you see, you could see kids like roaming the streets sometimes, and you're like, but I'm not saying that it, the blacks are a bit better right now as Africans, but. You find that they go to school, they have learnerships and stuff in the townships, but the colored community just roam around the, the whole afternoon looking for employment. At times, if you don't get it at a retail store, you've got problems. And the gangsterism and the police, I, 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 really, I really feel sad, and especially when I go and see my relatives there. And I count the generations. I was actually talking about it this afternoon. That do you realize that, for like, like my cousin, five generations are living in one household. And I don't know how they make it work. So maybe, I don't know, maybe do they have, do they, what, what more awareness can be, like, like maybe what light can be shone on these communi- communities because really it's a lived reality for all of them. And if you're educated, it's kind of, it, it is like a wow. You know, it really is in Durban. It really is like that. It's like, wow, really? You studied? If they're not a nurse, then I think that's like the highest thing that some of them attain. And that needs to change. So I, I, I want to know how she feels in her skin. And I'm sure she knows of such things. Thank you very much, Tobeka. I'm sure there are many people who've got something to say in response to that. 
couple of stereotypes being thrown in there as i heard of course i hope i'm wrong in fact let's take a break we will be back with you immediately after the break lorraine the viewpoint 8 to 10 p.m flipping conventional wisdom on its head on SAFM. Good evening, Lorraine, calling us in Durban. My goodness, Natal is awake this evening. Lorraine, your thoughts? Hello, good evening. Thanks for taking my call. I appreciate it. Sangezo, for the rest of your listeners, just picture mm. a garden without, without color. Mm. And I think in trying to determine who this God is that I serve anyway, had in mind when he made colored people. He had lots of beautiful things. But on a more serious note, Sangeza, I'm thanks that you championing, or SAFM rather, is talking about race because it's a big issue in South Africa. You know, when we have festivals and we have Heritage Month and we wear our traditional clothes, well, if you follow tradition, uh, mm-hmm. we consider ourselves, you know, these, Pure South Africans were so committed, blah, blah, but we treat people so differently. And if you look at what's going on in South Africa, and for your previous caller, she's witnessed this firsthand. Uh, But I'm fortunate to have traveled to a lot of uh, provinces in the country, and I've seen Mm -hmm. the same thing. It takes different forms, but in different provinces. But predominantly, a colored person is anybody who's mixed who's born of mixed race. And I cannot understand why most most South Africans cannot come to terms with this or they deliberately pretend that they don't. And I've heard people on radio stations, national stations, ask, so who, what is a colored? And people who profess to know everything about South Africa. Now, if you don't know what a colored is in this day and age, then I'm not so sure if you know who you are. And there's nothing wrong, nothing whatsoever wrong with being colored. The only problem is it does exist that there are those colored who think, for whatever reason, like you mentioned, use and uh, language and the way they behave, uh, think themselves differently. And, and that's unfortunate, but that happens. There's caste systems in different ethnic groups even. Mm-hmm. Can we mm-hmm. not just begin to treat each other civilly as people, irrespective of whether they call themselves colored or not. You know, frankly, I don't care what you call me. As long as I can enjoy the same privilege as what we in South Africa, for lack of better description, the quagmire of who's black African and who's birth African and who's South African African. You know, Lindy Sosulu once said on radio, that As the best thing that could happen to South Africa is if we were all called South Africans because we are treating each other differently because of the stigma that goes with these titles. I, sure. I wonder sometimes, do we as South Africans even know what we are talking about? What is a black African? Some, African some questions that you have Because um, there's, 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 there's black people all over Africa. Let's leave it there, Lorraine. We do thank you for your time. I just have to move on very quickly because I do have Felix in Mtata, and perhaps I'll take one, maybe two calls after Felix in Mtata. 
colored people, who are they? What do they bring to this beautiful tapestry that is the fabric that makes us the rainbow nation South Africa? Some of the concerns from the colored community, I'll just read very briefly a message just to massage the entry of Felix from Tata. Let's talk about the fact that rich colored persons are largely associated to white and whiteness and poor colored people largely associated to blacks and blackness. That's a message that has come through on our facility. It remains nameless. If you are touched by this conversation, for the good, for the bad, give us a call, 0891-104-207. Felix, good evening. Good evening. How are you? Mm. Well, sir, how do you do? Ah, okay, man. Mm. I still want to know what is colored. You know? I don't want to go into deep into it, but all I want to know, what is colored? What's the difference between a, a colored white or black? And uh, secondly, I would like to know, I don't know if I'll be talking wrong when I ask you a question or, or any, whoever is listening. Who do you call our minister? of uh, human settlements, Lindy versus Sulu. Do you call a colored, black, yellow, what? I think the best Did person to ask that to question to... is Lindy versus Sulu because I don't speak for anybody else other than no, one song as on my back. Yeah, uh, I understand they, the question. They, I fully understand the question. It? Sorry? No, I'm, I'm saying I do Can understand I the question, but I'm not, I'm not going to bother myself no, no, by I'm trying to get into that deep like, issue. Well, what, what I'm trying to, to, to get at is, it seems like it's the color of the skin that sort of uh, uh, so-called what or what black, white, or whatever color you are. But what, I'm, uh, what I would like to know is, do you look at uh, colored, is it called because of the color of the skin? Well, let's have a conversation with our resident guest in this case, because our resident guest is going to try and advance this conversation to that extent. Maxine, your thoughts on all the callers so far? Lorraine, Felix, as well as Tobega. Okay, I think like to start with Tobega, um, not everybody. I mean, like she was describing the, the colored areas that she goes to with 15 people who are even many generations stay in one house and whatever. Like, we do have successful colleagues. And that's what I also mentioned in the opinion piece. Like, why do we have to now say that um, so-and-so made it? That person is colored. Did you know he's colored? Like, we have to always justify that um, colored people can be successful too. Um, and, I mean, we have people from Eldorado, and I'm sure from all, um, all colored areas, We've got people with, people with degrees, people who are doctors, people who are whatever you define as successful. Um, and we have people who, yes, stay, still stay with their parents um, or still have two generations of families living at home. But um, we look after each other. I think that's also like um, if, if my parents, as an example, can't afford groceries or whatever this month. I'm not going to leave things and not have groceries because I'm out on my own now and it's my life, whatever. We look after each other. We're gonna, we care for, we're gonna, like we're gonna see to it that each, we're gonna see to each other. Um, and like 
obviously, like in your in your communities, I'm sure everybody, every community has their own issues and whatever. And um, but like in in my community, as an example, in Eldos, everybody knows that there's a drug problem in Eldos. But um, there's people who go out at night. Every night, if there's some, if there's a child that's being abused, no matter what time of the night it is, they'll get into the car, they'll go, and they'll take that child to a safe house in Elders. Or if there's someone uh, uh, abusing his mother for drugs or whatever, they will get out and they'll go and assist that family and buy beds for the family, buy clothes for the family. Like, so I, I don't know how Rebecca describes successful colors or success, um, because in my eyes, the people who do help the community or do help each other, those are the successful people as well. They might not um, have degrees or they might not, um, I don't know, be on the front page of a newspaper or whatever, but they are out there helping each other. Um, and to speak to what Lorraine said, like, I agree with what you're saying. Why? We are all South African. Why does... Uh, one South African has to have to um, uh, experience better things than the other South African. Like again, going back to elders, um, if if there's like elders always have power outages, or even if there's load shedding, um, the the electricity should have been put back on, let's say at four, but at five o'clock it's still not back on. Like these are the issues that the, the under or the, I don't know, unrecognized communities face. Like, there'll be a water pipe that's being burst and the water's flowing for a week before it gets attended to. Um, so why do why do certain communities have to suffer more than other communities? Or why do certain communities suffer less? Why don't we just get the same treatment? All of us get the same treatment, you know? And, like, when we go out to the streets and protest, now we're violent or now we are labeled as we couldn't wait to take to the streets and pull out our knives, you know? Yeah. I'm going to have to cut this interview short because I don't know why you and I are not engaging anymore. I've been trying to get your attention for the last three minutes. You've just kept on talking. It is time for news. Let's take the news, please. Thoroughly apologize to you, Maria, for not being able to get through to you. It's just that my guests and I were not cooperating with each other this evening.